everyone, and welcome to the Marketing Ideas That Connect show, Building Your Online Brand. I'm your host, Gary Bolt. We are sponsored by the digital marketing agency, Famous Digital Media. You can visit their site at famousmedia.co.za. They offer turnkey online marketing and brand management services centered on the principles of inbound marketing. Welcome to episode 130. These episodes are published on a monthly basis. We aim to add value to your business by discussing topics around how to get your messages in front of the right customer and build content that attracts your target audience. So today we're in lockdown still. Um, I'm sitting here and the birds are chirping in the garden. So it's a nice, nice day today. The sun's out. It's like summer, although we in autumn, but uh, great weather. And lockdown is, we're trying to make the most of lockdown and see how we're going to get through this. And I think the environment and the world is changing at a rapid pace and we need to understand how we're going to come out of it and look for opportunities and do the best we can and help each other. So it's a difficult time, but we are podcasting, we enjoy the medium and we will continue. So the topic today is website audits and I think it's very important and quite relevant to where we are because of the convergence to a digital world. I think your digital platforms are going to become more important um, due to the amount of people online. People are restricted in their physical movements so they, they're definitely going more online and the quality of what we put out there it needs to really be stepped up and I think the future is going to trend more and more towards online platforms experiences the functionality of what the online what online can do for you especially if you're in a visual type if you're selling a product or a server or especially a product um, demos yeah we can do so much online and i think that's where the convergence is absolutely going to go so that's what we're talking about today website audits is actually a blog that's been um, published if you go to famous media and go to blog then you're going to see there's a lot more there's some tools there actually that can help so have a look at the famous media blog and it's all about why you should do website audits so today we're talking about it because um, because we're blogging about it and it's such an important subject and i think a lot of people you know like the old days you would you would you would publish a website and then just leave it and uh, it's not you know it goes out of date and things links break and plugins aren't updated and there's so many things that just get left and then five years later you wonder why it's actually not doing much for you it's nowhere on on google especially on organic because it's just lost the plot and it's got a bad history because some things maybe have gone wrong and it hasn't been repaired and the when google indexes these old sites they push them down for the quality so we really have to be careful now and treat it as we've got to check on the hosting you know, basic things like, is it a safe, secure site, HTTPS? I've got a list here of things, actually. I think I must just call out this list of, it's just a really basic list that we've put together to just see how we can help people to make sure that your site is performing, that it's going to have some type of rank. Obviously, even if you do paid ads, it doesn't mean to say you're going to go to the top. You're going to have to pay more because you're pushing uphill because you've got a bad site or it's a bad quality score. And paid ads are going to be even difficult to get, you know, right to the top. In the top five of Google, because your quality score is so bad compared to the others. And I think, you know, we have to look at our competitors. And I always say, 
when we have downtime, do some research. What are your top five to ten competitors? What do their websites look like compared to yours? And if they've been upgraded and they've got lots more functionality and they're actually performing well, then there's a bit of pressure because if the competition's going to get more eyes or more focus and people go to them, they're not going to go to us because we look tired and old. And uh, we really have to be careful now and look at it critically. We're looking at all our platforms very critical, with a critical eye to say, you know, does it perform for what it's supposed to? How does it compare? And is it ranking well? And what are we going to do? What else can we do with the site now that more people are going to visit it and check on us? If we can't go and meet people physically, they're going to do. They're going to check on us. They're going to go to our social media platforms. What's what do we talk about? What's our message? They're going to definitely go to to link through to our websites and see what do we stand for about us? Who are we? Can they trust us? How do we? Do, you know, what sort of uh, message do we put out there? What's our vision? What's on our homepage? What sort of images do we portray out there? What's our CR look like? So all these things will come more relevant because in the old days, we used to meet each other and build a trust relationship like that. Now we have to try and build some type of trust online, which is not a warm trust, but it's some level of trust that we can connect with online. And if we can do a Zoom, it's better. We've had some very good Zoom calls, I must say, over this lockdown. Um, we've met clients, we've negotiated a new deal, we've, we've really had some good, good sessions on Zoom. And once you get going and you share documents and you, you really understand each other and you give each other a chance to talk, I think, I think it's becoming quite not bad. I think it's what we get used to. And it means we can do business. We always talk about doing business anywhere in the world. And does it really matter where you live? And I think that now is really becoming uh, top of mind is that do we really have to meet physically to do have a commercial relationship and understanding so just a few points here you know if we talk websites we talk ux which is user experience probably the, it's it is the top in the top 200 factors that go into the google ranking algorithms the top ones of those 200 are, are all about the user experience because what are the search engines trying to do? They're trying to offer good content to their users. So if they, they crawl and index a site and the user experience is a positive one and it's, it's, it looks, you know, all the reports and the indexing is good, they're going to send people there because they want the best deal for their clients. And think about it. All your CTAs or your calls to action drive customers to a landing page or to a landing page on your website. So your URL is, is put into those calls to action. Now, if they land, you do a lot of work with your headers. We speak about headers a lot and branding and all these things. We get people to your site or to your landing page on a specific product or service. Now, if that's not a good experience and it doesn't link into the language or the copywriting that you've been talking about in your ad, it's not, it doesn't, oh, which is a continuation of the brand on your website. If there's a break there, people are going to just jump off and it's treated as a bounce. And the higher your bounce rate, the worse your quality score. And there's no click through. You know, on a website nowadays, we can, there's so many more functions. You can embed a really great video, PDFs, you name it, rich content. We can put in podcasts. We can really have a clear message on, on any landing page or website. So what sort of content types are you embedding in your site that will give a better, richer experience which we talk about is as a user experience, which will help rank you organically in Google and give you more power for your rand or your dollar when you do paid ads.
So then we have to look at the navigation, the site map, the functions, what's, what's happening on the site. What are the trends lately? In your, as your CR changed, your corporate identity changed? Is, that, is your logo consistent throughout? Or are we publishing different things with different shades, with different colors or fonts or logos? We've got to have real clarity and do a check. And the CEO is usually the custodian of the brand. So we've really got to check on all the platforms and make sure there's consistency in the brand and CI. And then obviously update your content. We've got, we, we've got to publish blogs. We've got to put out some, something of value so people will want to go there and get a good experience, whether it's a little bit of educa with education, maybe it's a bit of entertainment. And then what are you linking through? So if you send someone through a good calls to act, call to action to a landing page or, to, or specifically to your homepage, and they research you, what are, are the clear buttons to social media? What can they link through? What backlinks are there to other quality resources and, and sites? Because remember, there's going to be a lot more research. People will be doing more research on us before they do business with us. Therefore, what experience are they going to get? So I think that's really important for today is that, that user experience that is it interesting? Is it entertaining? I've seen so many boring websites where it's, it's old fashioned. Either, either the client's trying to do too much, like it's just too much. You'd go into some of the older websites. I'm talking maybe we've, we've helped customers with 10 year old websites and it's just, it's just got everything on that. It's like too much. Just stop. Let's get clarity of message. Let's um, package everything in the right, on the right page or in the right grouping of product or service. So I think, you know, people will click through from an ad and that ad must be true to where they land on. Is it a good experience? And I'm just going to go through some of the, the more technical issues. And obviously, if you're using WordPress, there must be, you must go in and update some of the plugins. And we all use a lot of plugins where if you're using Wix or one of those type of sites, a lot of the SEO is done, a lot of the back offer, the heavy lifting is done for you on a Wix site. It's more expensive per month, but they host for you. They, they are, it's already streamlined for SEO to put in your tag managers is a lot easier. So it's, it's actually easier. But if you're working on, say, for example, like most people working on WordPress, going to the back end, have you, have you got a backup before you update any of the plugins? Make sure you've got a backup of that whole site. Okay, then there's a few check. The checklist here are low quality links. Check for that. You can do a link audit or a conicalization audit where you see if you've got redirects. So it could redirect from another URL or another .com. So look for, it'll show you on Webmaster Tools, it'll show you if you get any, any errors. Four or four errors on landing pages, dysfunctional features like checkout pages, logins, or shopping carts that aren't working properly because links do break. We see it in the paid ads. Links to privacy uh, policies, are they working? Links to videos, links to other landing pages that have maybe been updated. Uh, you'll additionally need to guarantee each page is advanced for SEO. Searching for things like H1 header tags. Have your tags been updated properly? The alt tags with the pictures, a lot of developers just don't do it. It does help for search and especially if the picture doesn't render. Key phrases in the title tags and header tags. Proper anchor text. Optimized meta descriptions. The meta descriptions is important for search because that's what you see before you click. So is the, is the meta tag correct? And is it still relevant to your core business? And then the conical, conical links I spoke about, just that's really about redirects. And it's quite easy just to get 
a tool to check that. And I'm going to give you some more resources now. Then just on, if we look at, if we're looking at a page and we're looking at, say, Google Analytics, there's certain things we, obviously we look at users, how many users, new users, old users, but time on content is quite important. We look at click-through rates, CTRs. Now, if someone clicks on your link or clicks through, it's a positive thing because it means they're interested in the topic and they've clicked on, they've clicked through. And we can measure that in analytics to see on this page, the click-through rate was excellent. They landed on a page or a link, they clicked on it and they went and searched more. So it was a positive thing. However, if you look at a bounce rate, if, if someone lands on a page and it's not really in line with what they were looking for, like the description of the copy is not in line, they're going to land on a page and say, oh, that's not what I want, and they're going to click back or click off. Now, that's called a bounce rate. Now, if your bounce rate's 80% and upwards of that, that shows that 80 or 90% of the time people arrive on your content and they're off, they click off. Now, that's very bad for a rating. You want, if we can get it down to below 80, like some of our sites, we're hitting 50% bounce rate. That's better. If you can try and get it below 60, 50, 40% as a bounce rate, that's excellent because people are engaged and they're reading or looking at your content. So they're not bouncing off that quick. Also, the exit rate, where are they exiting? How many return visits are you getting? Number of sessions and your funnel interaction. So there's a lot of other things like the locations, whereabouts are they coming in from, where did they exit, you can look at behavior. There's a lot of action we can look at and behavior we can look at on the analytics panel. But I think those are just some of the main ones. But if, if people are, are really jumping off your site, you've paid so much money to get them to get traffic to your site and they land on it and it's not what they're looking for. That is the nightmare. So it's pretty simple. Look for your bounce rate. If your click-throughs are high, that's, they saw it, they click through. Excellent. So higher click rates. If your click-through rate is more than Google says dot, like 2%, they reckon it's okay. I, we go for about a 10% click-through rate. Some of our clients, we can get a 15 or 20% click-through depending on the ad group or the, or the campaign. But you want to have at least a 7, 8, 9, 10% click-through rate. Then you're starting to get some traction. If you get more, fantastic. And then it's, the, you know, it's also about the return you're getting from the website and how often, like if, you, if you keep the website fresh, updated with, your, with nice new images, keep focusing on your core business, add resources, add a few user, a nice user experience, uh, people will be coming back to your site. Then the, the thing is, are you getting a return? If you spent X amount on your site every year or every two years, you spend money on it or it's a monthly thing, is your site getting enough traffic for one? So what sort of return are you getting on your investment? Are you doing paid ads? Are you organically starting to feature? But are your paid ads giving you some results? Because if, they, if your ads are good, people land on your site, there's usually a conversion. We can then put a goal set into analytics and say so many people actually got a thank you page. And we track that to see how many people actually sent an inquiry, which is the goal of any advertiser is to get people to to fill in the form and then we track the forms now if we know we're getting a client leads it's about the quality of leads and are they accurate or are they asking totally the wrong thing where they got the wrong idea then pretty much your content isn't correct 
How many times you should upgrade your site? It depends. I wouldn't leave it for longer than six months or a year without some tweaks. I would like to do it. I think every three months would be a positive thing at least to look at content, put a blog down there, in there, look at some images. But if you leave it for, I would say every five to six years, a whole new website and invest in it. It's your, it's, you don't, we don't print brochures anymore. We uh, upgrade websites and then you can also look at the way to order. There's an order tool on HubSpot. You can, let me just show you an order tool here. I just want to check if we go to Google and we go to view and developer view. We can also look at the code there and look at, there's pretty much four things that Google looks at at this audit and it gives you a report. And if you've got a good plugin to WordPress like Yoast, which is a SEO plugin, which sorts out your sitemap for you, it's not hard to get 100% on SEO if your site is reasonably well laid out and it's in order and your plugins are right and your sitemaps. You can get quite a high score on SEO. The next is best practices. They're difficult to get 100%, but if you go and look at the audit, you can see what's wrong and missing and you can fix that. Accessibility is usually okay, but performance is the one that really is difficult to get some some clients scores 10%, 20%. It's very difficult to get your performance up if you don't look at your, the rendering of your uh, images because the images are too heavy. They haven't been reduced properly. And they, your sometimes sites can take 20 seconds to open. Uh, the resources are found in, I'm just looking at another report here for another site, 10 seconds, 20 seconds. We should get that way down if you streamline your content and make sure the performance is improved and there's, there, there are ways to check it on this extension or on this Google link. It'll tell you where to go. So we find that with the AI on the panels, they're actually telling us what to do. Now it's just about talking to your developers or your digital marketing agency and saying, well, I'd like this to be, could you help me with this? And then find the right developer to actually start working on improving and sharpening up the site. So the one thing is UX, the user experience. The other one is the back end. Is everything updated? Is it a HTTPS site? Who's hosting it for you? Is it fast enough uh, from the performance point of view? So those four things is what Google looks at. SEO, best practice, accessibility, and performance. And then on analytics, you can look at things like bounce rates, uh, time, the dwell time or time on content, where they exit, and then your click-through rates. And then obviously sessions and users. And how many people are coming back to the site, depending on what your site does. Oh, and by the way, you need to put your COVID-19 government notice at the top of all .co.za sites. It's a green bar. Agencies can do it for you. Most agencies will be able to do it for you. It's not hard to do. But every site must have that if it's a .co.za. And then there's a little green arrow that can that you can remove it, a little green arrow to pull it down. Quite neat. And then it's all about COVID-19 and what's, what's happening. It's a government notice. It's a, it's a rule that we have to have it on site. So anybody with a .co.za site, please make sure you ask your agency to put a COVID-19 government notice bar on the top of the site, a homepage. And then, yeah, I think, I think that's about it. We, you know, we're looking, is it a, you go on a site, we look at hundreds of sites. And, you know, straight away you can just see this, someone spent time on it. You've had a copywriter write it. You've had, a, you've had proper images done. It's been to put together by a really good developer and it's been audited and checked and it's sharp and it's really sharp. And I think 
as, as my partner Maxine always says, that the foundation is your copywriting. If the copywriting is not good, we have a problem from the get-go. It's really, it can be a nightmare with bad copywriting or duplications or it, you've got to think it through and make the, write the copy and then keep honing it as you go along. So I think Google will index these websites and crawl the content. And if it's not good content, it's going to score you very badly. So don't try and do it yourself. Always get a copywriter in that industry or someone who knows how to write for SEO to write the content, the right the balance of the, the, get the keywords balanced, get the right length of content. Don't write, you know, a website should have at least 300 words or plus on it before you get, rather do some long form, read more content. Great videos, great images, nicely space out, spaced out and with, the, with everything in the back end streamlined and sorted out. Then we start tracking. If you do a paid ad, it'll say, you know, we've done paid ads for clients in the beginning where it just said, low quality content and what happens quality score drops becomes more expensive so google is just too smart if we do an ad a really great ad to a poor website it's going to say landing page quality not great straight away we're going to have a problem to try and rank and get that client visitors or get conversion because the ad we can be smart in the ad and get the client to the page but then the experience is not great and then where to from there and are you doing thank you pages? Have you got spam filters on the, on the communications? Have you got uh, CTRs in the right place? So there's so many things. But it's always good to chat about it and see, you know, how it's always something we can improve. And um, how do we just keep improving what we've worked on? But I think now, like I said earlier, it's becoming more and more important to actually sharpen this type of this, your digital experience for your customer because... The competition is, and if your competition's ranking higher with a better site, doesn't matter how great your business is, your presentation or your entrance hall is not great. So that's our message for today. I hope it helps people to take a, just take a critical look at your site. Ask someone to do a basic audit. There's certain programs that will really help you. And check it out and make sure that you're heading in the right direction. And even if you do a monthly check up and a monthly improvement it's something like the garden can be maintained just keep improving it checking links checking you know what's what's the main message where does it link to all these things are so important so it's fun and uh, yeah thanks for listening to the show we're going to wrap up the acronym for today is what does icp stand for and icp stands for ideal customer persona it's one of the foundations of marketing for more episodes, you can find us on Stitcher Radio or iTunes. Just search for Marketing Ideas That Connect. If you've enjoyed this episode, give it a like, comment or rating. We've hit number one this year. We're now on number three. So we really have been doing well in the ranking. So help us to share and it will get this content out even more. You can follow us. You can follow Famous Digital Media on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter or YouTube. To read more about these topics, especially the latest blog, just go to famousmedia.co.za forward slash FDM slash blog. You can find it on the blog section. All links referenced in this episode as well as Famous Media social pages can be found in the show notes. So until next time, stay hungry, think big and honor God. <laughs>